Good evening and welcome to Mary, Queen of Peace Parish here at St. Mary of the Mount Church as we celebrate the third Sunday of Easter. Assisting us today, our lector is Mary Lou Zink. Serving as your music minister, my name is Thomas Conroy. And our celebrants today are Deacon Frank and Father Daniel. I am the bread of life. You who come to me shall not hunger, and who believe in me shall not thirst. No one can come to me unless the Father beckons, and I will raise you up, and I will raise you up, and I will raise you up on the last day. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Happy Easter, everybody. Amen. I was saying that to everybody in the grocery store today, and uh, they were looking at me quite oddly because they're like, uh, one person said, Easter's over. And I said, no, it's not. No, it's not. We're still, we're living the resurrection. It's not just one day. We're supposed to be living it. So my family with that, and no, I wasn't that outrageous in the grocery store, but uh, wouldn't that be funny? I just made myself laugh. Sorry, that would be funny. But no, <laughs> for those times that we have not lived the newness of the resurrection, for those times where we did not live that fresh and clean life that God has given us through the forgiveness of our sins, for those times where we did not live our dignity, as God's beautiful daughters and sons. For these times, let us just open ourselves up more so, more deliberately to God's healing and strengthening and consoling mercy and compassion. Lord Jesus, you entered into your passion for the forgiveness of our sins. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you conquered death and rose from the dead. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you sit at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, Lord have, have mercy. mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of good will. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you. We glorify you, we give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, heavenly King, O God, almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. 
You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. Let us pray. May your people exalt forever, O God, in renewed youthfulness of spirit, so that rejoicing now in the restored glory of our adoption, we may look forward in confident hope to the rejoicing of the day of resurrection. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Okay, please now be seated for readings from sacred scripture. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Peter said to the people, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, the God of our fathers has glorified his servant Jesus, whom you handed over and denied in Pilate's presence when he had decided to release him. You denied the Holy and Righteous One and asked that a murderer be released to you. The author of life you put to death. But God raised him from the dead. Of this we are witnesses. Now I know, brothers, that you acted out of ignorance, just as your leaders did. But God has thus brought to fulfillment what he had announced beforehand through the mouth of all the prophets, that his Christ would suffer. Repent, therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be wiped away. The word of the Lord. Psalm 4. Lord, let your face shine on us. Lord, let your face shine on us. When I call, Answer me, O my God, you who relieve me when I am in distress. Have pity on me and hear my prayer. Lord, let your face shine on us. Know that the Lord does wonders for his faithful ones. The Lord will hear me when I call upon him. Lord, let your face shine on us. You put gladness into my heart. As soon as I lie down, I fall peacefully asleep. For you alone, O Lord, bring security to my dwelling. Lord, let your face shine on us. A reading from the first letter of St. John. My children, I am writing this to you so that you may not commit sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the Righteous One. He is expiation for our sins, and not for our sins only, but for those of the whole world. 
The way we may be sure that we know him is to keep his commandments. Those who say, I know him, but do not keep his commandments are liars, and the truth is not in them. But whoever keeps his word, the love of God is truly perfected in him. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. The two disciples recounted what had taken place on the way and how Jesus was made known to them in the breaking of the bread. While they were still speaking about this, he stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. But they were startled and terrified and thought that they were seeing a ghost. Then he said to them, Why are you troubled? And why do questions arise in your hearts? Look at my hands and my feet, that is, I myself. Touch me and see, because a ghost does not have flesh and bones, as you can see I have. And as he said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. And while they were still incredulous for joy, they were amazed, he had asked them, have you have anything to eat? They gave him a piece of baked fish. He took it and ate it in front of them. He said to them, these are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the law of the Moses and in the prophets and the Psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures and he said to them, thus it is written that the Christ would suffer and rise from the dead on the third day, and that repentance for the forgiveness of sins would be preached in his name for all nations beginning from Jerusalem. You are the witness of these things. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. They gave him a piece of baked fish Jesus took it and ate it in front of them. Well, the burning question must be, was it from the fish fry down on the south side or was it from the fish fry over in Sullivan Hall? Amen? They were both delicious and I'm surprised, you know? Hey man, get out of here. That's not what the question is. Isn't it confusing though? Some of these things in sacred scripture, I don't know about you, but I find it so confusing. And then I got to pray into it, and I got to study it, and I got to dig deep into the meaning and significance of the sacred scripture. In particular, the two passages 
that you heard proclaimed today, the first is from the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 3. The last sentence proclaimed in this passage, again, Acts of the Apostles, chapter 3, please take a look at it. It's, it, you know, it's, it, it reveals, it says, repent, therefore, it's Peter, the prince of the apostles, sharing with the people, he's encouraging them to repent, repent, therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be wiped away. Repent, that your sins might be wiped away. Keep that in your head, keep that in your head. And then we have in the gospel, very, very close, that right at the end of the gospel you heard proclaimed, it's from the gospel of Luke chapter 24, Jesus is, is saying, and that repentance for the forgiveness of sins would be preached in his name. Repentance for the forgiveness of sins. Again, I'm going to repeat. Repent that your sins may be wiped away. Repentance for the forgiveness of sins. What does that, is that basically giving us the indication that repentance is first and then God will forgive us of our sins is second? Is that what that sacred scripture is conveying? If that's what you're understanding, that is incorrect. That is not what that sacred scripture is conveying, but I could see how it's confusing. Absolutely. But we have to understand it in the context and in, the, in, the, in how it's portrayed, and we have to recognize how God loves us and how we respond to God's love in his grace. Grace always is first. God initiates all things for our salvation. Love moves first. You got to keep that in mind. Because this passage of sacred scripture, it's the truth necessary for our salvation, absolutely. But it can be confusing for us if we do not understand it deeply. We, we pray ourselves into it. We dig into it and we study it through the teachings of the church. We recognize that God forgives us first and foremost. And we repent, hopefully, thereafter. How do we know this? Well, let's just do a little mental exercise. In generally, in, 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 in thousands of years, when did Jesus die on the cross? 2,000 years ago. Good answer, approximately. Okay. May I ask Deacon Frank, what year were you born? 1966. 1966. You're a young man, Deacon Frank. Amen. Well, which came first? Jesus dying on the cross, or you being alive? Jesus dying on the cross. Now, in brief, even in the words of consecration, for the forgiveness of sin. What did Jesus die on the cross for? Our sins. To for, for the forgiveness of sins. Amen. That happened 2,000 years ago. Deacon Frank was just born in 1966. Well, all the sins that you've committed, but Jesus already, he already died. He already accomplished everything he wanted to accomplish. Even the forgiveness of your sins, even the forgiveness of our sins. Repentance 
means recognizing that we're walking in a certain direction and now we are changing our direction and walking in a new direction. That's what repentance means. And it initiated, it's initiated by God's love for us, by his mercy and compassion poured forth upon us, effected in the forgiveness of our sins. Jesus died 2,000 years ago for the forgiveness of our sins. Our sins are forgiven. We are offered new life. But my family, the rub here is we got to accept God's forgiveness. And that's where repentance comes into play. Because repentance is one way that we live our acceptance of God's forgiveness in our lives. Let's think it through. Sin can be you know, considered missing the mark, as if you're aiming at a target and you shoot and you miss the mark. You know, that could be, you know, sin can also be considered a deprivation. Sin can be a corruption. But sin can also be considered a constriction. A constriction. Think about it. Every time we sin, it's as if we are binding ourselves. Because Think about it. Every time we turn away from God, every time we deny our dignity or the dignity of another, we are binding ourselves and hobbling ourselves and crippling ourselves. But God forgives us. And He's in that forgiveness, He's unbinding us, He's freeing us from our captivity. But many of us, myself included, continue to live in that constriction and in that binding and hobbled way, and we live our crippled dignity instead of living our restored dignity through the forgiveness of our sin. That's repentance. That's accepting God's relentless mercy and His mighty and tender love and allowing it to change your life. Ask yourself seriously, honestly. I ask myself this too. Does the resurrection, does the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ have any effect on my life? Does it affect the way you live? Does the forgiveness of your sins have any effect on your disposition or your behavior or the way you treat other people? That's repentance. And it is initiated by the forgiveness of sin. Love moves first. Let us now turn to our loving Father as his beautiful daughters and sons. And let us ask our Father to hear and answer our prayers by responding to these petitions with the words, Lord, hear our prayer. That this Easter season may be a time of growing in the gifts God has given to each and every one of us. 
we pray. Lord, hear our prayer. For Christian families, that they will sanctify Christ as Lord in their hearts and in their homes, we pray. Lord, hear our prayer. As we mourn the continuing violence that exists in so many forms and locations in our daily lives, we jointly share communion with our brothers and sisters who are suffering personal pain and loss because of it. We beg the Lord for racial justice, safety for citizens of all ages, colors, and creeds, as well as healing in our country. We pray. Lord, hear our prayer. For the grace to understand the love, the words of Christ more deeply, we pray. Lord, hear our prayer. For all those who have died in our parish community, especially Dennis Hagen, Ruth Hayes, and Lucy Simone, may they be welcome into God's kingdom, we pray. Lord, hear our prayer. We remember today Joseph A. Testa and all the intentions present on the altar along with those we hold in the silence of our hearts, we pray. Lord, hear our prayer. And gathering our prayers together, let us now pray our prayer for unity. We raise our voices to the most blessed Virgin Mary, our mother, and to her most glorious son, our Lord Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace. Grant us greater commitment and sincerity as we continue on this journey of unity. Please grant our parish family a resurgence of faith, a spirit of love, and a hope for peace. May we be blessed with a vibrant, inclusive community, united in the spirit. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. At the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we now together joyfully dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy. We may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope in the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other some sign of Christ's peace. For those unable to join us physically who are going to be uh, praying the Mass uh, via re a recording, we now pray a prayer for spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already here and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. Amen. Hmm. Just a few announcements this evening. 
In Pennsylvania, we are currently in phase 1B and 1C to be eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine. But by April 19th, everyone will be eligible. In today's bulletin, there is a contact information for a few providers in the area where you may sign up to get the vaccine. And once again, we appreciate everyone's cooperation in following the safety measures as you leave the church. Continue to keep a safe distance when exiting the building and any visiting should be done outside. And please leave your kneelers in the down position for sanitizing purposes. Thank you. Yes, God forgives us of our sins. Yes, he has already forgiven us of our sins. Yes, but again, the rub is that we need to allow ourselves to be forgiven. We need to accept God's forgiveness. And that's the challenge. That's why going to the sacrament of forgiveness, the sacrament of reconciliation is so challenging even for me. But maybe that's why I make it an opportunity and an experience of joy and celebration and freedom and even laughter at times. Praise the Lord, we're allowed to laugh. The forgiveness of sin should not be an oppressive experience. It should be a life-giving experience. So please think about it, pray about it. Accept God's forgiveness. And then truly live. And you'll look at your life and see how you could be living differently. Accept God's life and love and mercy and forgiveness. And let it change your life. Amen? Amen. Amen. Let us stand and pray. Look with kindness upon your people, O Lord, and grant, we pray, that those you were pleased to renew by eternal mysteries may attain in their flesh the incorruptible glory of the resurrection. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Mass is ended. Go in peace. Glorify the Lord by your life. Thanks, Thanks be, be to, to God. God. This podcast is the property of the Southside Mount Washington Parish community. All rights reserved. That's it for this week. Please forward this podcast to fellow parishioners or anyone whom you think would benefit from it. Stay safe and please know that we are always praying for you. In the Stop.